0: It is a privilege to be in God's house today. Amen? Amen. Now, some of you probably saw my title. It says, Success Needs Sacrifice. Now, you may think that I'm speaking about success in this world, but it's not success in this world. It's spiritual success in Jesus Christ. Amen? Let us pray before I begin. Lord, as we come here today, Lord, and as I open up your word, I ask that you will give me the intellect, Lord, to relay your word to your children present here today, Lord. Help me, Lord, that I will not use your word to break down anyone, but use it to uplift my brothers and sisters at this time. I ask, O Lord, that your Holy Spirit will be in our presence here. Watch over us, Lord, and help us that we will get something from this story today. We cannot do it on our own. In Jesus' name, we pray. Okay, I'm not here because I have a degree today. I've been to high school. I was blessed to go to high school. I was blessed to go to college, but I don't have a degree. I have a degree in knowing Jesus Christ. Amen? And I'm not bringing down anyone that has a degree. If you have a degree, that's great. Brother John, David John, have two degrees. My daughter is on her way to get a degree. So amen to that. So if you have a degree, it's a blessing. But what I want to say, if you have a degree and you don't know Jesus Christ, there's no success in that. You have to have a degree and you have to know Jesus Christ. Amen? Last year, I read a story about a young man. He went to a law school and he got a degree in law. He was 27 years of age. He had a bright future. He had a girlfriend who was 26 years of age. She was very successful. But this young man, for some reason, he can't seem to get a job. Here I am, I have a law degree, and I can't get a job. So he then began to be jealous. Of his girlfriend, and he couldn't stand it anymore, so he killed her. This is a true story. He decided that he wasn't being successful, so neither should she be successful. Brothers and sisters, you can have a degree, and if you don't know Jesus Christ, there's no hope. We know that once we know Jesus Christ, even if you don't have a degree, you have hope in the end that salvation is yours. Amen? So we're going to go to our Bibles. I want to go to Judges 13. Please turn to your Bibles with me in Judges 13. And it says, And the children of Israel... Did evil again in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Philistines forty years. And there was a certain man of Zorah of the family of the Danites, whose name was Mano. and his wife was barren and bare not. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman and said unto her, Behold, thou art barren and bearest not but thou shalt conceive and bear a son. Now, therefore, beware, I pray thee, and drink not wine, nor strong drink, and eat not any unclean thing. For, lo, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come on his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hands of the Philistines. Then the woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came unto me, and his countenance was like the countenance of an angel of God, very terrible. But I asked him not whence he was, neither told he me his name. But he said unto me, Behold, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and now drink no wine or strong drink, and neither eat any unclean thing, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God, From the womb to the day of his death. To be a Nazarite means to be consecrated to God. You cannot be successful if you are not consecrated to God. Samson was consecrated to God in the beginning, but for some reason, he lets things begin to distract him. He let worldly things begin to distract him. He let adultery begin to distract him. He let things of this world begin to distract him. So we have tendency of Nazarite. We can be categorized as Nazarites because if you see here, it says from the womb, once you are born again, you are consecrated to God. So we are consecrated to God once we are born again. It also says that In verse four, now therefore beware, I pray thee, and drink not wine or strong drink and eat not any unclean thing. When we make that commitment to God, aren't we not saying, aren't we saying that we're not drinking any wine or strong drink and eating any unclean thing? So we can be characterized as Nazarites. We are born again. We didn't go back in the womb, but we're born of Christ. Now we go to Judges verse 14. Verses 1. And it says, And Samson went down to Timnath and saw a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. I hope everybody here knows the story of Samson. This is a very familiar story in the Bible. If you don't know the story, please read it. And he came up and told his father and his mother in verse 2. And said, I have seen a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. Now therefore get her for me to wife. Then his father and his mother said unto him, Is there never a woman among the daughters of thy brethren? Or among all my people that thou goest to take a wife of the uncircumcised Philistine? And Samson said unto his father, Get her for me, for she pleaseth me well. Samson means a strong man. Samson was committed to God from the beginning. But we see that Samson began to go feeble and began to waver in his faith. And then we go to verse 15 in the same 14. And it says, And it came to pass on the seventh day that he said unto Samson's wife, this is his fourth wife, Entice thy husband, that he may declare unto us the riddle Least we burn thee and thy father's house with fire. Have you called us to take that we have? Is it not so? Now, brothers and sisters, we have to be very careful who we associate with because sometimes they can lead us astray. Um, Samson married the wrong person. But what we can learn from this story is that Samson's wife and Delilah they were persistent and consistent. They were not complacent. There's a difference. And it says in verse 16 of chapters 14. And Samson's wife wept before him and said, Thou dost but hate me and lovest me not. Thou hast put forth a riddle unto the children of my people and hast not told it me. And he said unto her, Behold, I, not, I have not told it to my father nor my mother, and shall I tell it to thee? And she wept before him seven days. Pay attention to the seven days. Brothers and sisters, the devil can entice you even on the Sabbath day. Before, I remember one time I said, oh, it's the Sabbath day. Nothing evil will happen, nothing bad will happen. But brothers and sisters, it doesn't matter if it's the Sabbath day. You can be tempted on God's Sabbath day. And it says in verse 17, continuing, and she wept before him in the seven days while their feast lasted. And it came to pass on the seventh day that he told her because she lay sore upon him, and she told a riddle to the children of her people. Have you ever had anyone that made you lay sore, that they keep pestering you for something over and over and over and over again. They're consistent and they're persistent. And verse 18 says, And the men of the city said unto him, On the seventh day, before the sun went down, what is sweeter than honey and what is stronger than a lion? And he said unto them, If you had not plowed with my heifer, you had not found out my riddle. Now we go to chapter 16, still in Judges. We go to verse 2. Let's go to verse 4. And it came to pass afterward that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek. The valley of Sorek means the valley of choices. What is interesting that when I thought about this sermon, I, we didn't receive the lesson study. But look how it combines. God knew what it would be. So what we study this morning, it says the choices that we make. I did not know that this would be the lesson study for this quarter. And so, and it came to pass afterward that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, which means the valley of choices. Now, the Bible says that if we abide in God, we have nothing to fear. We have to put our confidence in God. In John 15, verse 1, it says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser it's on the yes every branch in me that does not bear fruit he casts it away every branch that bears fruit he purges it so that it brings forth more fruit now you are washed now you are clean abide in me and i will abide in you we have to abide in god we have to be consecrated to god you cannot have success if you're not consecrated to god we have to be persistent we have to be consistent we cannot be complacent. And it says in chapter 16, um, before I go to chapter 16, there are some other voices that speak about vine. Um, in the valley of Sorek, Sorek also means vine. The word Sorek means vine. So we have to abide in the vine. We are the branches. Christ is the vine. If a branch is broken off, If there's no vine and a branch is broken off, the branch will eventually die, wouldn't it? The branch cannot grow if it's not connected to the vine. So it has to be connected to something to survive. So um, the verses we look at is 1 Kings 4.25. And it says, And Judah and Israel dwell safely, each man under his vine, And his fig tree from Dan as far as Bathsheba all the days of Solomon. Under his vine. We have to be under God's vine. We have to be connected to Christ. In Zechariah 8.12. For the seed shall be prosperous. We can only be prosperous. The vine shall give its fruit. The ground shall give her increase and the heaven shall give their due. I will cause the remnant of this people to possess all these. We see again, you cannot be successful if you do not abide in Christ. And then we have Jeremiah 8.13. I will surely consume them, says the Lord. No grape shall be on the vine, nor figs on the fig tree and the leaves shall fade, and the things I have given them shall pass away from them. Amen? Jeremiah 2.21, it says, Yet I have planted you a noble vine, a seed of highest quality. How then have you turned before me into this degenerate plant of an alien vine? Amen. And in Haggai 2.19, it says, Is the seed still in the barn? As yet the vine, the fig tree, the pomegranate, and the olive tree have not yielded fruit. But from this day I will bless you. Amen. Blessings from Christ if we abide in him. Hosea 14.7 Is the seed still? Those who dwell under his shadow shall return. They shall be revived like grain and grow like a vine. Their scent shall be like the wine of Lebanon. Amen. Amen. We have to stay connected to Christ. Um, So we go to continue in Genesis 14. If you look, when we read um, John 15 verse 1, it says that Christ is the true vine. What Christ was trying to tell us, that there's other vines out there. There's other vines, but he alone is the true vine. So we have to be connected to the true vine, not to all the other's vine. Um, So we continue in Judges chapter 16 and verse 4. And it came to pass afterward that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, which means vine, whose name was Delilah. Delilah means languishing. To languish means to grow weak and to grow feeble. So we see in this story, Samson began to grow weak and then he began to grow feeble because he took his eyes off Jesus Christ. You cannot take your eyes off Jesus Christ and expect to be successful. So verses six says, and Delilah said to Samson, who is this strong man, tell me, I pray thee, Wherein thy great strength lieth, and wherewith thou mightest be bound to afflict thee. One thing we see about Delilah, she was persistent. Um, We can say many bad things about her, but she was persistent. We have to be persistent in our spiritual life with Christ. We have to be consistent. We have to read God's word. We have to pray to God. We have to spend time, quality time with Christ. Delilah was persistent. She wasn't giving up. She wanted what she wanted. She had to get what she wanted. And it says in chapter 16, verse 10, And Delilah said unto Samson, Behold, thou hast mocked me and told me lies. Now tell me, I pray thee, wherewith thou mightest be bound? And verse 13 says, And Delilah said unto Samson, he told told thou has mocked me and told me lies. Tell me wherewith thou mightest be bound. And he said unto her, If thou weavest the seven locks of my head with a web. And she said unto him, How can thou say I love thee? Now she bring out the love card. Some people love to bring out the love card. She knew she would get one. She said, I love thee. We know that Delilah didn't love Samson. Delilah was just playing with Samson to get what she wants. She wanted to be successful, to acquire what is it she wanted to acquire. So she was just playing with Samson. So she said in verse 15, and she said unto him, How can thou say I love thee when thy heart is not with me? Thou hast mocked me these three times and hast told me wherein thy great strength lieth. And it came to pass when she pressed him daily, she wasn't giving up. She was not given up in verse 16. And it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him so that his soul was vexed unto death, vexed unto death, that he told her all his heart and said unto her, there had not come a razor upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me, and I shall become weak and be like any other man. You see, um, Samson became weak and Samson became feeble because Samson decided that he was going to take his eyes off Jesus Christ. As our lesson study is saying this week that we have studied, the choices that we make, Samson had a choice. Samson had two wives in the beginning the first wife he had that should have been a lesson for him but was it a lesson no he went back and he married somebody else who he wasn't supposed to marry he should have learned from the beginning that he would not be successful by whom he married he had to keep his eyes on christ because from his mother's womb he was consecrated to christ so the, the lesson we study this week, it says the choices we make. So we have to make choices, good choices, either for bad or for good. And then on Sunday, it says free will and free choice. So we have an option. Are we going to choose God or are we going to choose Satan? Are we going to choose good or are we going to choose evil? Or Are we going to choose Christ? Or are we going to choose mammon? The Bible says you can't serve two masters. Either you will hate the one or you will love the other. You can't serve both together. So we have to make a choice so that we can be successful in our spiritual life. And in Monday it says making the right choices and choosing friends. Now, this one that says choosing friends, the young people today like to say that they have a friend A ride-or-die friend. A ride-or-die friend is someone who will die for you no matter what. Jesus Christ is our ride-or-die friend. He will die for us. But the difference between an earthly friend and Jesus Christ is that Jesus Christ already died for us and is coming again. Our earthly friend have not died for us. And it says on Wednesday, choosing a life partner. As we see in the Bible, Samson did not choose the right life partner. So we have to make the right decision. We have to ask God in everything that we do and put him first. And on Thursday, it says choosing a course. For guidance, we have to make the right course. Like this week, our daughter called us, and she was a bit conflicted. Um, She's already, she's in college and she's finishing college And she's supposed to be doing a co-op, but she said she had this little conflict. She don't know what to do. So she had a long talk with, with Brother David, and she had to make a choice. And he told her, do what will make you happy, something that will make you doing it being happy. Don't just take it because of the money. You have to make the right choice. And first of all, before you do it, ask God for guidance. You have to ask God guidance before you choose a course for your life. Um, So Samson was so consecrated to God in the beginning, but because of things of this world, he was distracted and he let go of God. He should have abided in Christ, but he did not. So brothers and sisters, we have a choice what we do with our life. Are we going to be consecrated to God? Are we going to serve God or are we going to serve mammon? We cannot serve both. We have to make a choice in our life. Amen.